Hello and welcome to TV Dinner, the podcast where we take three bites out of a show and tell you how it tastes. I'm your host, Kalena. I'm your other host, Sean. And this week we're watching the show Seven Deadly Sins. Do you know anything about this show? I was just about to ask you the same thing. I don't. <laughs> I know that it's an anime. Uh-huh. Um, I know that Netflix got the rights to air, I think, the English dub. I don't remember, but they had some kind of deal. Yeah, they they got it, basically. Uh, and I know that since it came out, people have been recommending it to me. All but right. I'm always a little bit wary because I pulled it up on Netflix and looked at the banner, and it looks very, like, moe fan service style. Does it? And for some reason, all my friends that like anime have terrible taste. <laughs> so this is going to be terrible. You picked a terrible one for your week. Not necessarily. I, I don't know. Like I said, I've been recommended it, and it could be good. I just, I also know people that like Kill la Kill. Ugh. So, it's a toss-up. <sighs> well, I don't know anything about it. I did briefly glance at it on YouTube. I'm more worried of it just following into the same old, same old shonen tropes. Um, so you're not worried about it being, like, fanservice-y as much as you are about it being boring? Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't... I, I, that's not what I got from just a glance, but who knows? It could be that. So, I pulled up the wikipedia page just so i could read like the little thing about it i pulled it up so that i could kind of glance over it and tell you what wikipedia says it's about so maybe we can have a little bit of something to to guide us basically well let me guess let me guess first okay yeah tell me what you think it's about um there are seven people (laughs) <laughs> and they're named after the seven deadly sins. And they probably, I mean, unless it's like Full Metal Alchemist, where they're like the evil bad guy superpower generals, which I think is unlikely. I think, no, I think they're probably the protagonists in this one. And they're going to go on an adventure and be quirky. Wow, you are much closer than I was. I was honestly thinking kind of Full Metal Alchemist style that they were going to be hunting the Seven Deadly Sins or that maybe the Seven Deadly Sins needed to learn virtues or something. Yeah, but with a lot of manga and anime, they usually name the... the usually the name of the anime or the manga, is it's almost always named after the protagonist. I mean, you're pretty close. Um, the protagonist is a princess... Uh, Elizabeth of the Kingdom of Lions, Lioness. Oh, is this some War of the Lions? And she wants to find the Seven Deadly Sins, which are holy knights. Holy Um, knights? They're holy knights um, of her kingdom that were disbanded when the kingdom was overthrown. You'd think they'd be the Seven Virtues. Yeah, the Seven... That's what I mean, like... Why are they holy knights named after sins? That doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the plot. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure we'll get that in the first three episodes, but anime can be kind of weirdly paced, so who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, 
I know that a lot of people know about the seven sins because they get used a lot in fiction, but I think that maybe a lot of people just don't know that there are also seven virtues. Yeah, um, and it's funny because I could probably list all of the sins, but I, I'm sure I could maybe think of one virtue. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they are just mirror opposites of the sins. Oh yeah, I pulled it up and they're literally just like... Okay, what are they? uh, they're can you... probably like a... I'm gonna say... Um, mercy, humility, uh, temperance, uh, charity... Um, I'm trying to remember what sins I haven't done yet. You're, um, you're getting the right idea, just not the right words. Ah, damn it. I thought I had the right words. No, well, you got humility. Um, instead of temperance, they use abstinence. Um. Well, I was thinking the opposite (laughs) of greed. I mean, gluttony. Yeah, no, abstinence is the opposite of gluttony, like abstaining from alcohol. For the lust one, they use chastity. Oh. Um, diligence instead of sloth. Liberality instead of greed. So, I, I don't know, magnanimity. Kindness instead of envy. That one isn't quite an opposite, in my opinion. And then patience instead of anger. Hmm. I mean, it makes a certain sort of sense. My thought is that the seven holy knights slash deadly sins are going to be named for, like, what they pride themselves on. Pride what being they... one of them, I guess. But, like, you know, the the knight named after pride is someone that tries to be as humble as possible. Mm-hmm. Because they're holy knights. Whatever their, um... I was going to say, like, whatever their Achilles heel is, or whatever their their funny character quirk that is their one personality trait. Yeah, so that's the other way it could go, is they could all, like, their whole personality could revolve against around what their sin is, and they're trying to atone for that sin or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that it's something, at least or, what I think, is it's going to be kind of the other way around, where that's going to be, like, their shining definition is their, like, ability to not do that thing. Hmm... It's hard to tell just on a name and a premise. It is. We are guessing. We are guesstimating a lot from very little. But like I said, I think the style, it looks kind of moe to me, although it was growing on me the more I watched the like Netflix banners flick by. Mm. Um, so I don't, I may or may not like it. I'm yeah. kind of mixed on that for now. You're worried it might be some shonen fan service in one of the banners that like netflix has as like their screenshots of it there was like a girl running and her boobs were like incredible like you know the way (sighs) anime are where they aren't acted upon by gravity basically so i mean it could be good and still have those traits there are some animes that are good and a little bit fan servicey, but the more towards fan service that it veers, the less I like it. Which is why what I never some, really got into Space Dandy. What are some ones you can name that you liked? Um, that had a little bit of fan service. Uh huh. Um, well, when I was a kid, um, I want to say most of the shonens that I liked when I was a kid were like that, like Inuyasha. Um, I mean, they all had a little bit, didn't they? Oh. Yeah, 
because that's the way they were. So Inuyasha was this cool fantasy plot, but, you know, there was the pervert character that... I don't even remember his name, but I remember the person he ended up with was Sango, and he was always, like, perving on Sango. Ugh. That's a fun trope. Anyway, yeah. I have, I've never watched any Inuyasha, so I'm very lost. I did make you watch the first episode once, but maybe we'll have to do the first three for this show. <laughs> okay. I loved Inuyasha as a kid. Kagome! Kagome! <laughs> Kikio! I remember that much. Uh, do you have any final words before we go watch the episodes? Um, let's see here. I'm looking at it now, and I don't think the... I think that it, the art style could be like that, but honestly, to me, more than anything, it just seems kind of soft and generic. Well, that's... Yeah, what I mean by Moe style is kind of, like, generic, but there were parts that looked pretty expressive that I liked. I'll have to think about it as we're watching it, because I wasn't sure if I liked it or not. Ah, <sighs> all right... All right, so with that, we're going to go watch the first three episodes, and we'll get back to you in 30 seconds. Your time, but much, much longer our time. I'm very tired. And we're back. That was bad. <laughs> so, right off the bat, um, my prediction about it probably being fan service was right. Oh, you were very right. Um, unfortunately. Why do your friends all have such shit taste? <laughs> it's not that. I think mostly it's just that a lot of anime is like this now. Uh, so is everybody who grew up on it just, like, tolerant of it? Yeah, so I did want to say something real quick just about that. About how everyone seems to tolerate... Um, we call it fan service, but it's, like, it's rape culture. It's just, like, in... really, like, sexual predator-ish behavior, usually from the protagonist. Yeah, people always, in in anime, in anime fandoms, seem to tolerate sexual harassment and that sort of behavior because it's framed as funny or because it's just like a negative part of an otherwise good show. And my tolerance has is zero for that. Which is... I agree is what it should be. Yeah, which is how it should be, because we're not going to get better media if we consume things that are like that. If we tolerate and all the bullshit all the time. Yeah, and it really is like, it does, it adds literally nothing to the show. Mm. Every time it happens, we're like, this is stupid and boring, and it makes me not want to watch because it's, it just doesn't add anything. I understand what it, um, quote unquote, adds but it doesn't. I don't mean it adds anything positive. It does add something to the ugh, experience. It's just <laughs> it's a very it's a negative thing to add. It's a um, ugh, it's part of this. It's a, this is well, this was definitely a shonen, and it was garbage. 
And what that is, is that it's part of the power fantasy that is trying to sell boys, uh, young boys, which is part of the despicable part of this. Yeah, um, I, I get your point of if you're like a cool, powerful guy, then you can just kind of get away with shit like that, which is what the main character is doing. He is really powerful and he knows what he's doing and he's helping the girl. So it's OK if he like gropes her without her permission all the time or if he assigned her an outfit with a super mini skirt yeah fyi it's not um so i just wanted to get that out of the way because i don't want to talk about that even though it's a lot of the show unfortunately a lot of the show is this yeah so i'm just going i just uh i'm just going to give it a lot of strikes off for that yeah um I don't want so to it happens a lot, and I hate it. I that's sorry, I cut you off a little bit, but that's like what separates really good anime from like shit that's not gonna last, basically. Although, like I know Dragon Ball is one that's lasted, that's really popular, and that also had a lot of fan service back when it came out. I think part of it is the difference between. Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I I watched Dragon Ball Z growing up. I didn't watch Dragon Ball. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z has like almost no fan service in it. I can't remember anything in particular. Whereas I yeah. can very acutely remember like the fan service in Dragon Ball. It, it's funny because I, I do remember watching scenes in um, online from Dragon Ball. And I was like, I don't remember anything close to this happening in Dragon Ball Z. And yet it did. When I was a little boy and we would collect volumes of Dragon Ball, we would be like, uh, we would know that we can show this to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, is how bad it was. But like, we were very interested in collecting them. And like, I guess in a way, like, because it felt like like forbidden or whatever mm-hmm. it was like that appealed to us as like little kids i i will also say that part of the the problem with this show in particular is that the victim of the harassment doesn't speak out against it yeah like they, um, ju- they just they just don't have her defend herself essentially so yeah a lot of shows that have this like weird pervy so-called fan service will have the victim of it like scream and hit the person that's doing it as if that's like in any way like an equivalent yeah it doesn't like necessarily make it better that you know oh she's angry at him for doing this so you know it's bad worse but it does make this worse exactly it makes this like she's supposed to be really naive so she doesn't even know that he's doing sexual harassment, even though she definitely would. Mm-hmm. And you you basically, the only person that sticks up for her is the pig who nobody listens to. It's literally like, why is she, like, why do they do this? It's like, we have our main character who is a sexual predator. We have our, like, secondary girl. And then we have the cool pig, and the pig is the only good character in the show <laughs> by a mile. But nobody will even talk to her like she's there. Besides making yeah. jokes about cooking her and eating her. It's unfortunate. Um, so I've said my piece about that. 
So we're going to get into the other problems with the show. Um, so the, the main character is Melodious, and his sin is... He is one of the seven deadly sins. You find that out very quickly. Um, and his is wrath, which doesn't Even make sense given... he's never angry. Yeah, he's never angry, and he's always pervy. So should be lust... I don't know, is Lust going to be worse? Probably. It's probably going to be a woman, because Lust is always depicted as a woman. I don't remember what they said at the end of the third episode, because they said that, like, two of them were dead already. Um, I don't know. I, I do remember when it shows, like, the wide shots of the whole group, there was a character that had, like, weird boob armor, and I think that's probably Lust. Like, the main character fits Lust more than he does Wrath. Yeah. Like, it's his only character trait. It's, yeah. They don't even really care to flesh him out other than he's really powerful and he's a pervert. But, uh, so he's the main character. He is, his, everybody, every one of the seven sins has a symbol tattooed on them. And his is the dragon. It's an Ouroboros. I think um, they all have the Ouroboros on them. Or maybe they no, don't. No. Envy, who shows up in episode three. She's very large. Um, her name is actually Diane, but um, and she is a serpent, and it just looks like a little S. Okay. Um, it's on her thigh, and that's why she wears the weird bathing suit. The Ouroboros just reminded me of Full Metal Alchemist and made me acutely aware of how much worse this show is. Yeah. Um, you mentioned while we were watching it that you think it's basically um, Full Metal Alchemist, but way, way, way worse, because they forgot what makes Full Metal Alchemist good. Somebody watched Full Metal Alchemist and they're like, hey, I like these bits. I guess I should just not remember any of the good parts of this show. Yeah. Um, so there's him. Um, there's also the other character that we've been talking about, the girl. Her name is Elizabeth. She is a princess who escaped the kingdom after it was overthrown by the Holy Knights and she is supposed to be naive, I guess, because she's like a sheltered princess. But she wouldn't be, in my opinion, princesses should not be depicted as fucking stupid. <laughs> and that's what she is. I like I don't mean to be rude, but she's depicted as like stupid, way overly naive. She doesn't know anything. She doesn't know how to react to other people other than like bashful gratefulness for literally everything nice that people do for her when she refers to our crappy main character with the sama yeah because he's supposed to be like a powerful knight so she respects him even though he it harasses her every day all the time the show like immediately takes this character and puts her in the position of being the like worker or like the yeah. employee of him. Yeah, and she's supposed to be a princess, so she's supposed to know how to be regal and commanding. Like, I assume that royalty is taught, first of all, just basic knowledge, and second of all, that they're better than other people. Not that that's, like, necessarily true, but that's how they're usually brought up. And she's not like that at all. You uh, talked about the show Yona while we were watching in comparison... Yeah, um, I guess I'll talk about it now. Um, I was watching this and I was thinking about what if I wanted to watch a show like this, something that's high fantasy with magic in it and you've got a princess that's traveling around 
looking for powerful people to help her win back her kingdom. And I thought immediately, Akatsuki no Yona, it's a very good show. And I haven't watched a whole lot of it, to be honest. I've watched the first few episodes and a few episodes throughout the show. But I haven't seen that much fan service. It does have... like a friend watch it? Yeah, some of my friends watch it, and I would come and watch it every now and then with them. Um, Yona is a naive character, um, because like Elizabeth, she was a princess, and she was sheltered until she basically had to leave the castle. But she learns throughout the show, and she is not, like, stupid. She's a little naive, but she's not an idiot, and so... She doesn't wear really skimpy outfits and she learns how to defend herself and she is commanding as a princess because she's supposed to be. Elizabeth really bothered you. Elizabeth bothers me so much. Um, But Yona, like, it's got a little bit of the harem vibe because all of the powerful people that she's seeking, I think, are men. Um, Which can be weird, but... Uh, compared to this show, I think it's it's definitely, if you want to watch something similar to this, I would watch that instead. Alright, I've only ever heard good things about it from people. Yeah, um, from what I've seen, it's it's nowhere near this from, bad. <laughs> from people I trust, not just people. Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, I watched this a little bit with my friends that like anime, so it's not like... My anime friends were like, hey, watch Yona. It's really good. Ha ha ha. It was like, oh, I watched it with them and it did look good. Yeah. Um, one of my least favorite tropes in shonen anime it was like, okay, like the, the hero is... Shonen anime is always a power fantasy, but the protagonist isn't always immediately starting out as like the most powerful like character. Um, and when you actually did mention that you, you love training arcs... Um, that reminded me of Hajime no Ippo. Because that is, that is starting out from the bottom. Yeah. Um, if you really like to watch a character grow over a series... I mean, Ippo grows really fast, to be fair. This is, the, this is the most tangential of our other anime recommendations so far this episode. I'm just saying, like, I know his, his character growth is really fast, but he does have, like, a training arc where he, you know, started from the bottom, now he's here. Um... And as you as you were about to say, Melodius literally starts at the top. He is like the most powerful of the most powerful. Him and assumedly all of the other deadly sins and all of the holiest of the holy knights, I guess. They're all like incredibly powerful right off the bat. There's nowhere mm-hmm. to like aspire to. And this show doesn't have very good pacing. Like in this like they have him like kick ass against random nameless oh there that, that's not even a holy knight. In, like, episode one. And then in the second episode, they have a Holy Knight attack him from, like, miles away. Yeah, and he, like, grabs the spear and, like, attacks him back from miles away. They say, like, eight miles away. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole, like, exchange in episode two. You know, the funny thing about it then that that should have tipped me off about how it was going to be bad was that Mel didn't even, like, bleed, even though, like, his clothes got roped ripped up a little from the spear being thrown at him in the town. Like, the town got destroyed his, more than he got destroyed. His hand was bleeding a little bit, but then he, like, wrapped it up and when does no problem. 
but he like he like sends back the spear and makes the bad guy bleed, which is like okay, so you're setting up that they're equals, I guess. Yeah. Um and then they immediately and- fight the next episode with no build up. Yeah, so in episode three, there's literally no build-up. Um, so the the antagonist that we're talking about, his name is Gil Thunder, um, and the princess Elizabeth knew him from a young age. Another similarity to Yona. Yona knows the person that overthrew her kingdom and has known him because they're cousins. It's very dramatic. But he, like, finds... Um, Gil Thunder finds Melodius immediately, and we get into our first, like, real fight scene of the series, and, and it, it is bad. underwhelming. So, for example, there's a lot of, like, flash step, which um, you were saying is kind of, like, a cheat for a fight scene. Well, I mean, you have to, like, I accept that you have to cut costs in anime. It's just that, like, not a lot of what happened in that fight scene was very interesting because it's, like, literally it's just them, like, clashing swords and like up here like moving across the like battlefield until like okay but i got you that time yeah um and then they and then at the end they're just like okay but you didn't get me because even though you got me i'm fine yeah it's a very it's a very weird like it's like you and your friend are playing a video game and you're both set to god mode (laughs) Yeah, it's just nothing actually happened in the fight scene. And you also mentioned that, like, their swords must be blunt, because maybe once somebody bled that entire fight with swords. They hit each other with the swords, but nobody was bleeding or even injured a little bit. Except for at the end, where right. Gil injured Melod... Melod... Mel. Mel. <laughs> I'm going to trip over that forever, but Gil, yeah. Gil injured Mel... And um, Mel stays down long enough for Gil to um, antagonist ramble and tell him where his friends are. Uh-huh, and that's it. And that's it. And then he just lets him walk away. <sighs> so um, there aren't that many good things, but let's talk about them. One is that Diane is very large. She's so large. So they find Diane in episode three. Oh. She's... In a, well, she's in a forest and she's got some goblin friends that like tell her that there are intruders into the forest. Um, And she's a giant woman. And um, I mean, she is like wearing weird bikini. She's got cool gauntlets, but otherwise it's kind of boring as far as armor goes. Um, Not even armor, but like outfits. Because they do have cool armor that they don't wear anymore. Yeah, um, and they wanted to, I guess, draw a contrast between the way she looks and the way she acts. So she acts very childish, which is annoying. It's very annoying. But the good part is that she's very large. She is very large. I just don't like that they had to make her envy. Like, I feel like the only reason why she is envy is so that they can set up, like, a love triangle thing. Yeah, so she is in love with Mel... And she is mad because she thinks Elizabeth is dating Mel. Um, and so that's why she's envy. Like, she's not being shy. She's literally just saying it out loud. And Mel is just being like, we're not in a relationship. And that doesn't end anything or change anything. Yeah. Life goes on. 
Um, so that's annoying. Another good thing is the pig is the best character in the whole Hawk. show. A pig named Talk. Pig named Talk. And the pig's um, mom is a is giant, a very large green pig with a tavern on it on her back and she will like burrow into the ground to put the tavern like level with the ground. She's like a, a pig, giant pig mole. She's very good. Mm-hmm. But Hawk um, is reasonable basically the whole show and is very cute and like sassy even though all of like none of the characters pay attention to Hawk and they like just all joke about eating her all the time which is like okay I guess. And there's no explanation of, like, who she is or where she comes from. She's just kind of there. Yeah, she's just kind of there. There's one point where, like, the goblins in the forest turn into her and they act exactly like her. That was And cute. it's very good. There's a whole fleet of her. Yeah, a little herd of hawks. And by hawks, I mean little talking pigs. Cute pigs. So, in the... So, basically, everybody's character arc, they get it... They're all very simple. Mm-hmm. Like, you get it pretty easily. Um, so in the first episode, you're told the story that um, the Seven Deadly Sins are a group of criminals who were really good knights because they were really good criminals, I guess. And I mentioned Suicide Squad because it's basically the same theme. They're magic people. But then they, you know, um, killed a bunch of holy knights and fled or were killed who knows but we learned pretty quickly that they weren't criminals when they were knights people thought they were criminals afterwards because they thought they did the slaughter of the holy knights but they didn't really they were holy knights they yeah they were holy knights and everyone's but they still have the seven deadly sin like imagery on them like the tattoos reason um but it, it reminded me of the drill tweet where it was like, a wise man bowed his head and said, there's absolutely no difference between good and bad things, you idiot. <laughs> Virtue, like, what is that? Yeah, like, who's... We, we don't know who's the good guys and who's the bad guys. Well, it's outlined pretty early in this series that the Seven Deadly Sins are actually the good guys and the Holy Knights are actually the bad guys because they're secretly overthrowing the kingdom. But they're just, like, really flat bad guys. It's solved really quickly. Um, do you want to talk about Gil Thunder's whole deal? What is there to talk about? He's boring. I just feel like this this show, it doesn't have any moral heart because it has, like, a completely flat, just like, these are the bad guys and these are the good guys. And you better just root for them just because. Yeah, Gil's motivation is that um, the... Seven Deadly Sins supposedly killed his dad, who was, like, the leader of the Holy Knights. Um, and Melodius... I, I know I said that wrong. Um, but Mel says, no, that didn't happen. And he was like, well, I'm gonna kill you anyway. I'm sure this will be a wonderful character, though. Yeah, I feel like they're going to try to redeem this character. Um, but as I said during the show, Gil Thunder is irredeemable because he kicked Hawk. <laughs> oh god that one scene where they're all in their armor except for the two that we've been introduced to and they've got their like moe heads on top of their like detailed armor and it just looked like the worst it's honestly amazing to look at though 
Um, it's so disturbing. Because there's such a a difference, a dramatic difference. Like they're they've all got like Moe child faces. Um but in their armor they're like super fucking badass. So when they've got their helmets off and they're in their armor, it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But to the show's credit, all of the Seven Deadly Sins armor designs are really cool. They they're all distinctive and they look interesting. Um, well, the armor looks cool. That's what I mean. All of the armor designs are distinctive for each all character. The armor designs that they're not going to use. Yeah, but as we're meeting the characters in present time, um, they're all wearing like normal people clothes. And by normal people clothes, I mean either cool shonen dude clothes or like fantasy, bathing gross, suits. yeah, bathing suits for girls. Um, <sighs> and I, I'm going to keep drawing comparisons to Yona because if you think this is good, watch Yona instead. Um, wears real clothes, and they're very pretty. Well, no, that's not what I was going to say. I actually thought about how um, a lot of the character's growth and a lot of the story was told in flashback. Mm. Um, So Elizabeth fleeing the palace was told in flashback. Um, Everything in Gil Thunders and Mel's deal was told in flashback. Mead, the inconsequential second episode character, his story is told in flashback. Um, oh, right. Did we mention that in every of the three episodes that we watched, we just have a character, like, stop and tell, like, their whole backstory and character deal, like, very plainly in the middle of the episode? Yeah, in, like, two sentences. But, um, and and there's going to be flashbacks in most animes, just because it's an easy way to tell somebody's, like, backstory. Um, but in Yona... The first few episodes, which I did watch, deal with the kingdom being overthrown. It's not told in flashback, it's told in present time. Which is nice because in this show, Elizabeth literally left the kingdom and found Mel not that long after, assumedly. Yeah, it treats it pretty inconsequentially. They really could have told it in present time instead of in flashback, but they decided flashback was better, which I disagree with. (sighs) I am tired. (laughs) Yeah, during the whole show, pretty much every two minutes you were like, I'm tired, I don't want to watch this. The show itself is what was exhausting me. Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) Like, I'm tired of watching this, I hate this. This is just a very boring show. Don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the character motivations are boring. Um, the fan service is straight up harmful. It, the plot is like... It could be good if it was done differently, and it is good done differently in Yona. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Yona's not a flawless show, but compared to this... It's really good. We don't mean to harp on anything. We are just saying the facts, and the facts are very disappointing. Yeah. I was going to say, in when we talked about Scream Queens, we filled a lot of time with it because there were a lot of good scenes in an otherwise bad show. Also, there was a lot of stuff happening in that show to pick apart. Even though that show was bad, there was a lot of things happening to keep my attention. 
Like, it was at very fast pace, whereas this one is extremely, extremely glacial in pacing. Yeah, and instead of, like, a bunch of funny scenes to pick apart, we get, um, every now and then, Hawk would say something really good. And we have that to cling to. I feel like these three episodes could have been one episode. Honestly, like, the pacing is just so weird. Because you get basically the whole plot in the first three episodes... You know, you can imagine what's going to happen, and you know basically everything that happened before the show started. But it takes so long that, like, it wasn't even an hour and a half that we were watching it. It was probably less than an hour, because they were, like, 20-minute episodes. There was just a lot of us waiting around and watching scenes that didn't really matter, you know? There was a lot of scenes that just, like, went on for a really long time that didn't give us any information. You mean a lot of us watching scenes where Elizabeth trips in her really short skirt and everybody stares at her? That, like, honestly, there are plenty of boring scenes. And, like, we've got boring scenes and then we've got those bad scenes. Mm Mm-hmm. So they take up a lot of time. A lot, a lot of boring, boring time. Oh, uh, and one quick thing is that Netflix puts a little thing at the beginning of each episode that says a Netflix original, and it's not... Oh, well, I don't know about that. I don't exactly know what the deal is between Netflix and Aniplex and the people who made this show. So I don't really know the specifics. When I pulled up the Wikipedia, um, it said the show aired in 2014 on, I think, Japan Network. One of the networks in Japan. Um, and Netflix picked it up in 2015. So not a Netflix original. Maybe the dub is Netflix original. Um, I, I only listened. Maybe. I only listened to the first episode in the dub. It, it's not terrible. Definitely, like I didn't really. Bad. No, I, I wouldn't say it was bad. I would just say it's average. It wasn't like horrendously bad or very good. Um, there just wasn't a difference really between watching it dubbed or subbed for me personally. I'm a very boring person who likes his subs. Yeah, um, I I don't, there are some cases where in, when I care to watch dubs or subs, but in this case I really didn't, there was no difference for me. Fair enough. Oh yeah, I think you were watching episode two and you didn't even notice that it was in Japanese. Yeah, I didn't notice it was in Japanese for a minute. You just read, read the subtitles like everybody. Yeah, I just, that's how I, I mean I watch a lot of subbed things because when we watch Kamen Rider that's always subbed in any tokusatsu show and most anime so I'm just used to reading subtitles man this show is so boring it's got us on the topic of subs versus dubs man we have nothing against dubs in fact there are a lot of really good dubs out there anyways that's really all there is to say on the matter okay okay I can tell you're done uh, with this whole show forever Do you want to give it a rating? Yes. Go for it. It's better. That's (laughs) exactly what I was going to give it. I had no expectations for it, and it still disappointed me. (laughs) No expectations, and I'm still let down. At least there Um, was a cute pig. The pig was very good. Everything else is bad. There should be more cute pig mascots. And... Neither of us obviously recommend it. I feel like it took up a lot of the episode talking, but I just like, 
I have so much to say about um, really poorly written female characters and um, harassment shown to be a fun a joke that you put in your episode and not like really bad. Ay ay ay. We literally just watched this. Most of the time we will watch the three episodes and then like record the day after, but we literally just watched this, so I'm still mad. I just wanted to get it over with because we just ugh, ugh. I want okay. this information to leave my brain. Um anyway. This was TV dinner. Um, what are we check- doing next time? Oh my god! I so I had a list of like two episode, two months of episodes, um, and we're finally at the end of that list. Um, and next week is your pick, so you tell me. Oh, I have to decide right now. Well, you said you wanted to watch a Common Rider, didn't you? I did say that I wanted to watch a Common Rider sometime. Uh, I'll pick a Common Rider, I guess. Alright, pick a common writer that I haven't seen the first episode of. Let's see here. It's a problem, because I watch a lot of first episodes of Common Writer, but not a lot of past that. Let's see here. Okay, so what can we immediately cross off the list? Well, X-Aid I guess I... and Ghost? Ghost I've seen all of, so definitely that. x I've seen at least three episodes of. Um, um... I... I guess anything I've seen one episode of would be okay. Like if you wanted to watch Forze. I see. Let's see here. I might uh, actually pick that one, but let's see what other options we got. Let's see. We're definitely not doing Driver Gaim or Fies. I haven't watched Amazons, though I did watch a little bit of Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Uh, no, don't te- don't tease the people like that. Watching Amazons is an experience. I think we're doing that one. <laughs> All right. So next week we are going to be watching Common Rider Amazons. Um, that's Sean's pick for next week. And yes, Common Rider Amazons, the Common Rider special production that was made in collaboration with Amazon, the website. It's yeah, too perfect. It's, it's very good. Um, I think what we're going to do after that is we're going to do a themed month. Um, and we will let you know next episode what the theme is going to be, and we'll see you then. God, Amazons. That is going to be an experience. (laughs) Bye. Bye!